Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to go your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Nick Berlansky, and this is a new thing we're doing for the Tip of the Iceberg podcast feed, anywhere you get your podcasts from. New episodes should come out of this show every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday if I can stick to a schedule, but Just to let you know, they will be 10 to 15 minutes, bite-sized information pieces about the Pittsburgh Penguins, more up-to-date news, more up-to-date analysis, and we're going to start it off with this show talking about Jake Gensel. Everybody loves Jake Gensel. How, How can you not love Jake Gensel as a Pittsburgh Penguins fan? He has given fans basically nothing to be upset about. In his entire five years with the organization. I mean, he was a key piece right from the get-go. And he is, to this day, one of the most underrated goal scorers in the entirety of the National Hockey League. So not just the Pittsburgh Penguins. The entirety of the National Hockey League. Which is why it's weird for me to say this, but his talent is being wasted right now. I know what you might be saying, Nick. I mean, he scored 24 points in 21 games. He's over a point per game. He's second on the team in goals with 12. He hits empty netters like it's nobody's business. He's playing on the Penguins' top forward line with Crosby and with Raquel. So how exactly is his talent being wasted? Well, I think it's being wasted because you look at a lot of the premier goal scorers in the National Hockey League. Connor McDavid. Alex Ovechkin. Nikita Kucherov, when are they scoring a lot of their goals? Look at last season. Prime example, Chris Kreider was one of the top goal scorers in the league, scored 50 goals. A large reason was because he had 25-plus on the man advantage. Now, the Pittsburgh Penguins' power play is questionable at best this season. And it's it's mind-numbing. It's something that we've talked about a lot, everybody on InsideThePenguins.com has talked about ad nauseum this power play unit and their lack of efficiency. Jake Gensel is not absolved from that, but I also don't think that Jake Gensel is being put in the proper position to succeed on the man advantage. Now, the Penguins power play overall, 28th in the National Hockey League at 16.7% success rate. A lot of people are saying, oh, maybe you switch the personnel, you do something small, you you put Raquel out there for Brian Rust. But when you look at the way the Penguins run their power play, that position is just a trigger man. You're not going to change very much for a power play that doesn't shoot the puck very often by changing out the trigger man that barely touches the puck in the first place. The problem is the entire scheme is predicated on really amazing passes from Chris Letang when he's healthy and out there, Evgeny Malkin and Sidney Crosby. 
And as we all know, and as we've seen for the past 15 seasons, those three three guys have a tendency to overpass the puck. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm reinventing the wheel with that take. They overpass the puck a lot. But you know who else that leaves out? Not just Raquel slash Rust, whoever's on that left wing side. If there's no shots on goal, then what is the guy standing in the net front supposed to do? How is he supposed to eat? How is he supposed to pick up the garbage goals, bang home rebounds, if there's no shots going on the net? If the entire power play is predicated on passes 20 feet away at the blue line. So this is why I think Jake Gensel is being vastly, vastly wasted on the Penguins' man advantage. And I think it's hurting the Penguins' power play as a result. Now, he leads the team in power play goals. He does. So, again, you're going to ask, well, if he leads the team in power play goals, what's the problem? The problem is he only has three power play goals. His first one came on opening night against Arizona, which was set on a set play off the faceoff. It was a defensive breakdown by the Coyotes. They had covered no one, and Jake Gensel had a wide-open net. Carol Vimelka was on his butt. So that wasn't really in the full actual power play setup. His second one was on November 2nd against the Buffalo Sabres. And if you remember that game, you'll remember that his power play goal, and I'm doing air quotes, was eight seconds into the third period on a breakaway based off of the opening faceoff in the neutral zone. So, again, not really your classic power play setup when he scores that goal. And then he scored last week on December 1st against the Vegas Golden Knights on a four-on-three. And where did he score that goal? It was a one-timer that he shot from the right-wing circle, actually above the right-wing circle, and he just blew the puck past Laurent Brassois. Sorry, uh, Logan Thompson. So he leads the team in power play goals, but he's only scoring one every month. I think what you saw last week is what you need to see more of from a guy like Jake Gensel. He's one of the best goal scorers in the league because he has such a great shot. Yes, he is fantastic around the net front. He has worked on that a whole hell of a lot because the problem was he got thrown there once Hornquist was traded. Patrick Hornquist was traded in 2020. The Penguins lost their power play net front guy and somebody had to do it. Somehow the shortest guy on the ice, Jake Gensel, he drew the short straw. He goes out there and let's let's not forget, he got pounded the first year that he was in the front there. But he built his way up. He learned how to play that position. And he's been much better in the net front. He is much better as a net front power play guy now than he was two years ago. But should he be there? Should he really be in that position? Look at how much easier it was when you have a trigger guy like Gensel on the right wing. Now, I know the the question that comes with that is, well, who are you putting in the net front? You need somebody there because you need traffic in front. And I get that. And I understand that Sidney Crosby has a broken jaw in the past from being in front of the net and taking a shot. But that was from Brooks Orpik. But Sidney Crosby should be the guy in the net front. Everybody always remembers all of his deflection goals, how crazy he is with the puck. Everybody remembers the pictures of him jumping over pucks that are three feet off the ice. The dude's a freak athlete. The dude is one of the best players in the National Hockey League right now in its history. What is so wrong with having him play the net front? And it doesn't even have to be this just set in stone thing. 
That's something else I think is an issue with this power play. The whole unit doesn't move. If you don't have the puck on the Penguins power play, you're not really moving all that much. Players are stagnant. Players are waiting around to get the puck and then they get it and it's like, oh, the, the batteries are reconnected. And then with that and the overpassing, it leaves Gensel useless in front of the net. They need to be moving a lot more. So the answer is not personnel. Although I do like Ricard Raquel up there over a guy like Brian Rust. I, I think they're both very talented. Both have really good shots. But I like Ricard Raquel out there just because I like the telepathy he and Sidney Crosby have. But it doesn't matter what the personnel is. Jeff Petrie and Chris Letang, if he's healthy, if you do the two defensemen, whatever. If you do one defenseman, it's Raquel. You do one defenseman, it's Rust. It doesn't make a difference. The Penguins' power play is too good to be this bad. And part of that is Jake Gensel. You want to say Jake Gensel's going to go for 50 goals? I want to say that. A lot of people around Penguins fandom want to say that Jake Gensel's going to be a 50-goal scorer this year. You can feel it. And listen, 12 goals in 21 games is no joke. That's a pace of 48 goals. So yeah, he is on pace for that. But you know what would push him over that? You know what would maybe push 55? If you used him properly on the power play. Every other elite goal scorer in the National Hockey League is put in a much better position on the main advantage than Jake Gensel. And it's not like the Penguins are succeeding with what they're doing, so, you know, sorry about it, Jake. The Penguins are failing at one of the most key parts of the game. And you have a guy with a howitzer that's as accurate as Hawkeye. And you stick him in front of the net. He's good at it. Don't get me wrong. He, he's good at what he does. He's gotten much, much more efficient there. But for a power play unit that doesn't shoot the puck, how is he supposed to get 10, 15 power play goals? He's on pace for what? Six? Seven? He's scoring one a month. And he's leading the team. That's the worst part. He has scored one power play goal a month, and he is leading the team in power play goals. It's just not good enough, guys. He needs to be put in more shooting situations. Get him away from the net front. Throw Sidney Crosby over there because he is one of the best players in NHL history at deflecting the puck. I would say we're watching two of the best players current day in the history of the NHL at deflecting the puck in. And that's Sidney Crosby and that's Captain America Joe Pavelski. Put Sid in those situations more often. Shoot, put Jason Zucker down there. Clearly, we saw on Saturday that Jason Zucker can get under opposing goaltender skin and not even know what he was doing. So maybe you try that. Maybe you do switch the personnel around a little bit. But I think the biggest thing the Penguins can do to help their power play and help Jake Gensel, and as I as I stated from the top, stop wasting his talent on the man advantage. Get him into more shooting situations. Put him on that right wing. We saw him score in game one of the Stanley Cup Finals in 2017 in his rookie season off that right wing on the rush. Get him in his sweet spot. Find a sweet spot for him. I mean, does anybody know the sweet spot for Jake Gensel? No, because he scores from everywhere. But if you look at some of the set plays at five on five, who's the player always going to the right-hand circle? The right face-off dot? That's Jake Gensel. Maybe that is his sweet spot, and maybe that's where the Penguins need to put him on the man advantage. That's going to do it for this quick edition of Penguins to Go. We hope you enjoyed the first edition of 
of Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. Find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with a new episode of Penguins to Go following the Penguins matchup tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets at 7 o'clock Eastern. We'll be back then. Have a great day, Pens fans.